This is the Beyond the Story podcast, a show that goes way beyond the story. And now, Sebastian Frost! Adam Lyons, welcome to the show. Dude, thank you so much for having me. Super I mean, excited. this is a little like well overdue here. I don't know what took me so long, but it doesn't matter. We're, we're here. Yeah, it's good. Good good to be here. Absolutely. So my first experience with you was, uh, of course, through our the best mastermind on the planet, Apex. Obviously. And uh, you had showed up and poured into our group, which is the Apex Entrepreneurs, and um, over-delivered. I remember you know, having, having breakfast with you the next morning when you came in, and before the day even got started, you had a full room of people eating breakfast. <laughs> you were pouring into them again, and I go, this guy clearly gets it and knows uh, what's going on. We're going to be friends. So, uh, And that was probably, gosh, January of last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, I was... Uh... I was like the the business world's best kept secret for like eighteen years, and now you know, now he's come out of his shell. He's here, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's three years ago, my my mentor challenged me and said, "People need to know who you are. You got to stop hiding behind other people." So here I am. Gosh, and meanwhile, I've been working about about not hiding for thirteen years, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I definitely enjoy my privacy. So benefits of being an introvert, but. You know, he's like, more people need to know you. You need to get out there. So here I am. Who's your mentor? Roland Frazier. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. A business only. partner now. Not even, yeah. Still mentor, but business partner as well. So the one and only. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great he's a brilliant mind. Uh-huh. True business person too, as well, too. I uh, got the fortune of calling him a friend too. I don't see him too often, but, uh, you know, it's good to have yeah. guys like that uh, on your team. Uh, that that. I made myself a promise. Like, obviously I wanted to partner with him, but it was really important to me that he brought me into what he was doing versus me bringing him into what I'm doing. I mean, people talk about partner all the time, but they don't talk about, you know, the direction. Uh, that's just as important. So I was, I was honored last year when he asked me to partner up with, with. Yeah. Me. Let's tell that story. That's a great story, by the way. You told me that when we were in Fort Worth together uh, late last yeah. year. Yeah. So um, about, about three years ago, Roland approached me and I, I've been a mentee of his for eight years. Uh, three years ago, he approached me and asked if I would help him uh, coach a mergers and acquisition program he was creating called Epic, uh, where we teach people to buy businesses with no money out of pocket, which is really, really ridiculously cool. Um, and uh, or no, no personal money out of pocket, no money down to be specific. And um, it was great. Uh, I have coached over 2,100 mergers and acquisitions in the last three and a half years. So it's a lot. And um, last year, September, he sits me down and, and he says, what's it going to take to to keep you? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I want to make sure you don't go anywhere. He's like, I know you're, you're doing a lot of deals and you're making a lot of money and, and I want to keep you. And I said, well, I know that you're notoriously stingy with giving away equity yourself. And um, I want to tell everyone you're my business partner. And, you know, it's kind of kind of difficult teaching people about equity when I don't have a piece of what what we're doing. And Roland said, that's a really fair argument and you've been around for a long time and yeah, you got it. And so we became partners and he gave me, gave me a piece of the pie. So very happy, very excited. Love it. That's a uh, good guy to be partnered with. Yeah. Yeah. He's a smart guy and uh, it, it's an honor every day I get to work with him to learn something new. I bet. Guys, a wealth of, of knowledge. Um, yeah. And continues to be. That's yeah. awesome. So let's back up a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning of the story where, you know, where, you know, when you got out of high school, did you go to college? And after college, did you get a job? Like, how did it all? <laughs> yeah, What's I grew different? up. I grew up on a project in London. Uh, I was uh, one of four white families in our project. So, 
Um, that was a, a unique experience growing up. I uh, it's funny. I was just telling my my oldest son. I got attacked at knife point. I think on four different occasions. Um, it, it was it was a wonderful upbringing. It was incredibly stressful. Um, I ended up working in a movie prop company that I loved, and they were struggling financially. So I my first touching business was learning from books to try and save the company I worked for as an employee because they weren't good with making money. Uh, that ended up with me moving to Africa to try and reduce costs. I ran a factory in Africa for a few years on behalf of that company. I ended up creating a, a splinter company and running that myself. Sold that company early on. Um, and then I kind of found myself wandering, not doing much. And I settled on being a janitor, which is kind of what I was beforehand and making some cash and uh, reading about life, not really sure what I wanted to do. And um, I ended up getting into dating and, uh, I, I read a book about dating and my favorite business tip is my number one tip is when everyone zigs, you zag. So there was this whole movement of guys that were talking about how to seduce women and, and how to you know improve their lay count. And I was like, what if we just made friends with them? And so I went the other way. I was like, how about you just make friends with women and, uh, and you know, don't try and, and sleep with them. And, and I theorized that that will end up better for you. And it did, it did really well. And I ended up getting voted the number one dating coach in the world three years in a row. I was on the Steve Harvey show, the Today show. They made two documentaries about me in different countries and different languages, and even a cartoon in Taiwan, true story. And, um, yeah, I grew that up, but I, I wasn't making a lot of money. I was still struggling with making money, which is how I ended up hiring my mentor, Roland, who helped me learn about growing businesses and specifically through mergers and acquisitions. And so about eight years ago, I dived heavily into M&A growth through mergers and acquisitions, uh, growing and scaling and consulting. Uh, since then, the company has just grown. I mean, I mean my own company's grown tenfold, you know, significantly more than tenfold. And uh, now I coach, consult, and as of yesterday even um, did a, a lecture at the University of Texas in Austin uh, as a professor on business and entrepreneurship and mergers and acquisitions. So there I am today. <laughs> love it. And what do you like best about what you do today? Um, I love that I'm the guy that people come to when they think there can't be a solution to something, when they think something's impossible. And they bring it to me and I, I make it possible. Actually, uh, my favorite story to this day uh, is my son at nine years old came home uh, so this is four years ago. He's 13 now. He's actually in the room with me. And uh, four years ago, he comes home and he's like, Dad, he's crying. Like, What's up, bud? And he was thinking to close the Dungeons and Dragons shop. So we're nerds, we're massive nerds, and we play Dungeons and Dragons. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, they're going to close the store, fix it. I'm like, what do you mean fix it? And he goes, you fix businesses, fix it. And so I find myself going down to this Dungeons and Dragons shop, which is completely terribly badly run and it's clearly bankrupt and, and falling apart. And I buy it and turn it around. And so I now own a Dungeons and Dragons shop um, that I leveraged into purchasing a commercial building, uh, which alone, I bought it for like a, a low six figures. And that building is now worth like a high seven figures, just the building, let alone the fact that the, I have a Dungeons and Dragons shop that pays for it and makes money on top of it. So it's uh, it turned out to be a great investment. Um, but that's what I love. I love being able to turn things around that are struggling. It's fun. What would you say the best part about entrepreneurship is? The best part about entrepreneurship, as far as I'm concerned, is the freedom. And the worst part about entrepreneurship is most people never get to experience it. So most people get caught up in the grind and the hustle, and they're still employees just for themselves. True entrepreneurship is about absolute freedom, where you really can do whatever you want. Yeah, and not the truth. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about this whole uh, 
business and acquisitions uh, business that you're in right now and being able to go in and buy business for no money down uh, or as you would say, no personal money out of pocket. How, how does that, how does that all, all that work? So the, the summary of it is pretty simple. Um, if you have a business today and you don't want to do it anymore, but you are, you know, trapped something else until you can get rid of it, it's tough. And a lot of people have no idea how to structure it for sale, how to get rid of it, what to do with it. Um, we Roland came up with something called the rule of price and terms, which is if you want your price, I get my terms. And if you want your terms, I get my price. What that essentially means is I think we're all aware that if you're going to pay for something in cash, you would expect a discount. Right? If I'm going to pay for everything in full upfront, I'm going to get a discount for that because I'm paying cash. But the reverse is also true. If you're willing to um, get your full amount, the actual amount you want, most people are willing to take that on terms. So a way of doing it, and there's over, I mean, there's hundreds of ways of doing this, but one way so that we don't take up the entire time talking about it is you can just talk to the business owner and say, if I get you the exact price you want, would you be willing to fund the deal? And you'd be shocked at how many people will be very happy to receive an amount of money per month over X amount of years in return for their business. And it's actually less risky in a weird way because the minute you fail a payment, they can take the business back. And I actually know somebody who sold their business like this three times. The first time they sold it, the guy ran it for six months. They received half the money of the business during that time. And then the guy couldn't make payments anymore and gave it back. Yeah, the business was a bit beaten up, but the owner knew how to fix it. So he tied it up, fixed it, and put it on the market again. Sold it again. This time he got like a third of the business money back over a few months, like four months or what have you. And the guy couldn't make payments. And so he took it back, fixed it up again, put it on the market again. And the last time sold it in full for cash. So it was great. He got like, you know, almost double what he would have got. And sure, he had to tidy it up a couple of times, but he could because it was his business. And he knew exactly what he was doing. So it, it can really work out in the business owner's favor who's selling it this way. But of course, the buyers don't have to put any money out of pocket. They've just got to make sure they make payments. And the first one isn't due for 30 days. So you got 30 days to generate some cash before you make that first payment. And where do you find where do you find these deals at? Everywhere. I mean, the Dungeons and Dragons shop was a great idea. Like small town in Texas, 35 minutes outside of Austin, 25 minutes outside of Austin Airport, tiny little mom and pop shop. Um, it was losing money every month because they had no marketing or advertising skills. They literally weren't advertising or marketing beyond a banner on the door. That was it. And uh, you know, taking over the shop was really easy. He he wanted cash, it wasn't worth a lot of money. And I was like, look, I'll get you you know, this much money, but we're paying it out in monthly payments over time. He was like, okay, fine. Cause he didn't want the stress of it. He didn't want the, the, the issues. And I left, I promoted one of the staff members inside of the store to the manager, like the best staff member fired everyone else. Cause it only needed one person and then gave them some simple marketing systems, added a, an ad spend, filmed some ads and, and that was it. And now the store grows month after month. Yeah. I was about to ask you, how'd you turn it around? Yeah, it's really simple. I mean, it, just running ads. What, what was really funny is we actually created 12 ads and we ran all 12 for about four months, found the ad that worked the best. There was one clear winner. And then we contacted the local movie theater and negotiated to have that ad play in front of every movie for the entire year for 600 bucks a month. And that's, there's only one movie theater in town. So we took our top ad on Facebook and we had a budget of like 600 bucks a month on Facebook, but now we've got super targeted 
local audience, people that go out for entertainment in town. So it's it's absolutely perfect. Everyone knows who we are and everyone knows where we are. It grows month after month. Brilliant. I got to so ask, what, what the hell does a, a Dungeon Dragon store offer and do? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not keen to. Dude, so glad you asked, first of all. No, um, so there are major games that, that have like cult following. So Pokemon, you've probably heard of. Yeah. You may have heard of Magic the Gathering. You probably have not heard of Warhammer and then Dungeons and Dragons. And these, these I'd say are the, the pinnacle of the components of the game store. So Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer have one thing in common. Every month they release new products. And if you're a follower, you buy the new product every month. So the average person is going to have a budget of between a hundred bucks to 400 bucks that they spend every month to buy the new releases. So the goal is to have customers, you have their mailing list and you let them know, Hey, this is the new release. Do you want it this month? Hey, this is the new release. Do you want it this month? And then in the store, we have an area where people can play the game. So they can meet up with their friends and they can play. So if, you know, their family don't want them having 15 people over playing a game, they can use our space for free and they use that space. And every time they're in the space, they see adverts for the new stuff, which reminds them to buy it. And so they buy it. And then we have classes. So we teach people how to play. Um, so, you know, your, your first hit's free. So <laughs> absolutely take you through how to play the game, give you some dice, take you through I should probably own my own copy of the game. I should buy a miniature. I should learn how to paint it. I should buy paints, you know, full paint sets, 400 bucks. And before you know it, you're down the rabbit hole and you're spending one to 400 bucks a month, every month, which adds up for, you know, two grand on average per customer per year, every single time at a 50% profit margin. And it's passive. Once they buy once, they keep coming back. And are there, is there a lot of these stores around? There's no, there's only, there's only one in our town, and that's yeah. the, that's the benefit. Uh, Austin's got like five, I think. Um, you know, th- there's a few of them around, but the point is, you only need. I mean, think about it. Uh, let's just say, let's just say, two hundred bucks a month, or a hundred bucks per person per month. Our mortgage is like three and a half grand a month, I think, where we are. So that's thirty-five customers covers the mortgage. So you know, if if you get up to like, uh, we're at four hundred customers. So you do the math on that, but an average spend of a hundred bucks a head, great money. And yeah. Then, yeah. That's I've it. Never, I've, I've heard of Dungeons and Dragons. I wouldn't know where to even start to play it or how does think, they... about, think about the percentages. There are 20,000 people in our town, a hundred thousand in the County, which is not Austin, right? It's Bastrop County. So of the 20,000 people in our town, we have 400 of them and that's a hundred bucks each. Amazing. It's great money. Yeah, I'd say, but but you're deeply passionate. Like you're all in with this Dungeon Dragon. I mean, yeah, I've got five children. My kids are there constantly, and you know they they haven't thought of it yet. But everything inside that store I own, so like I've already prepaid everything in there. So they haven't, thankfully, haven't yet been like, hey, can I have this? Can I have this? Can I have this? But like it's all prepaid, obviously, because I had to pay for it to put it in the shop. Right. Um, so probably shouldn't have said that in front of the teenager. But I think he's smart enough. To <laughs> but but that's the point, you know. It's as a dad, it's the best thing ever because I can get my kids whatever they want whenever they want it. As a parent, it's wonderful because I'm not only helping my kids play games and interact, and the games have a lot of math and reading. And like my five year old, he just complained to me the other day that he's not allowed to play, and I was like, "Well, your reading isn't good enough yet." And so he's like, "I want to read more." And it's great. It's a really cool motivational tool. Like all my kids can do math in their head because they have to calculate it for playing the games. So it makes them smarter. It makes them more intelligent and it's imaginative. They're not using computing. They're actually interacting with humans and practicing social skills. And it's great. It's, it's a, it's a good set of games and a great little 
side business. But like I said, it's not even about the shop. I'll be honest with you. I put all the money back into the shop. I don't, I don't actually take a profit from the shop, but it does buy me a building. And that building has grown in value. It's tripled in three and a half years. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Well, congrats on that, man. Um, you're a Dungeon and Dragons fan. You're in the local Austin area or you're yeah. in town. You need to stop by Adam's Dungeon and Dragons store. I want to see yeah, we, the place now. I don't even play Dungeon. You got to come you got to come you got to come visit. We have we actually have what I'm proud of. We have one of the the best art supplies. Um our art supplies are some of the most technical definitely in Bastrop. Like we have a Hobby Lobby, but our art supplies are more technical. You go to Hobby Lobby if you want like generic paints, but for us you can get very technical paints, which if you're super into art, like we have the high quality artist colors, the high pigmentation, that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we rival Austin for the quality of what we have in our shop for painting, which is another component because there's an artistic element to it too. Love it. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely doing that. I'm trying. I want to try your cooking and cuisine. I want to check gotcha. out the dungeon. See, I got I, this is Austin trip already in the works here. I'm going to make that yep, happen. happening. Come down, come down. Come so, um, by the time we're recording this, you'll be talking at, uh, apex again. Um, which I mean, it never gets old. So I'm not shocked why you continue to get asked to come back and do it again. What are you, what are you going to be sharing with the folks at Apex Live? Um, so yeah, actually, this one was a request from Ryan. He wants me to share 10 ways to increase revenue in your company. So I'm going to be sharing, you know, not five, not three. I need 10. 10. Yeah. He wants me to share 10 different ways to grow, grow a company's revenue. So, uh, it's cool because it's very tactical. Um, I'm I'm big on strategy and tactics, obviously, because of gaming. And there's a big difference between the two. If you're listening to this, you don't know the difference. It's very simple. Strategy, you could drop me in uh, another country in another timeline, right? So you could you could drop me in Germany in the 1200s. And assuming I survived witchcraft, because they wouldn't know where I've come from or why I'm wearing weird clothes, I could start a business and succeed using business strategy because it doesn't require any specific technology. Tactics are very, uh, very technologically based. So tactics is what I would do on Facebook, which won't work in Roman times or in, in Germany in the 1200s. On the flip side, a good business strategy, you know, like, uh, Hey, try a free sample and then upsell into a subscription would work in any time period. Love it. Well, dude, you're, uh, it's a privilege to call you a friend. You're an absolutely brilliant mind and incredible speaker. I always look forward to hearing from your energies on point. Your delivery is absolutely impeccable. And you pack that with, you know, a, a, a laundry list of, 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 of knowledge. It's a, it's an absolute winning combo. So, uh, again, a privilege to be your friend and, uh, it's great to finally have you on the show and hang out with you for a few minutes again here, um, and, and, uh, and, and learn from you. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things that we do that could be interesting for anyone here is we run an event called The Working Vacation. It's actually my own mastermind. I don't even think I've told you about it, Sebastian, because I'm really shy about inviting people on it. It's uh, workingvacation.com is where you can go. But like I said, we've learned a lot of entrepreneurs don't actually experience that freedom that they think they want. And so we take people on a cruise ship for our mastermind and we make them take vacation while growing their business. So I'll actually get quite hands-on and have my team hands-on. We'll analyze their business. We'll develop a revenue strategy for them, like literally with them or, or help them roll out something they've been sitting on for ages. So they do more in a single week than they've done in months and force them to take time off, chill by the pool, socialize. They can bring their family and hang out with their family and get good quality family time. And I love the mastermind because I have everyone getting off the boat at the end of the week being like, holy crap. I did more this week than I normally ever do. And 
spent more time with my family or my friends or networking or socializing than I ever do. And they get it. They go, okay, I get it. I understand how to be free and successful. And, you know, that's how I can run 16 companies and consult and have time to help Roland with what he does and be a professor at UT and everything else that I'm doing because I use this system that we share. Yeah, I, I found out about it through Josh Thomas, who was in Miami. Yeah, yeah. Get on the cruise. And I'm like, what are you doing in Miami? He's like, Adam Lyons doing a cruise. I'm like, he is? I feel so <laughs> left out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like people finding it themselves versus me like pushing people to it yeah. because, um, you know, it is, it's actually really affordable as masterminds go. I mean, you know, people are used to paying like, you know, 50 or 20 grand a year. Um, and we charge a lot less and they get, seven days back to back actually our, our next one's eight days which is like four weekends worth um so you know a four four weekends of mastermind in a year is 50k but with us you do uh, for a lot less money and you do it in one go and because we're together constantly you know like josh thomas i mean i sat with him for like three hours i think every morning because i wake up early and no one else was awake so i was like uh, show me a business plan. Let's go through it. And we tidied up the plan and developed the copywriting. I had nothing else to do. We're just sitting on a boat. So it was really fun. Uh, but it's nice because then in the evening when he's like, I want to keep working on it. I'm like, no, we will now party. This is it. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> cool, man. Well, when's the next one? Uh, the next one's in Alaska in June, I think. And then, so we do a summer one and a winter one. Uh, summer's always Alaska because I'm addicted to crab. So I go to Ketch Can to my favorite restaurant and uh, and get crab. And then the November... December one is uh, is a Caribbean one for the winter. Oh, excellent. Well, may have to do that. I'm, a, I'm more of a Caribbean guy than Alaska guy, so Dude, may have that. to uh, get the details from you on uh, on that one. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, I love what you're up to. You uh, got your hands in fire, very productive fire to say the least. So keep Thanks. doing what you're doing. You're doing work that matters. Your heart shows through the work you're doing because you give a shit about people, and that's really what it's all about. You know, that's the key. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, man. I, no, I truly appreciate it. Thanks for taking some time out of your day. I know you're a busy guy, so I really appreciate you coming on the show. And always great to see you. I look forward to seeing you again in a couple of weeks in Dallas. Same here, bud. Have a good one. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Beyond the Story podcast. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Be sure to appreciate it. Signing off from the podcast, launchlab.com studios. We'll talk to you next time.